Welcome, victims, to the Horgasm Podcast, the show where the soy killer isn't coming for you, you're coming for them. I'm Nick, and this is my co-host, Allie. Boo! Thank you for joining us wherever you are. It's hard for me to think of new things to say each week. <laughs> I know. I try really hard. And then I'm like, eh, I'll just default to hello or boo or hi. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm planning to make a little change to the opening uh, paragraphs. So. Love it. Haven't thought of anything yet, but uh, just listening to other podcasts, I think we need a little something a little different. Ooh. Not sure what. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Change is always fun. Yeah. Change up the beginning and the end or. Well, the end is just same old, same old. Yeah. And it's, uh, I like the end because it just kind of, it, it's a good closer. Yeah. And Reinforces everybody to subscribe and like and download. And <laughs> but, pulling back the curtain a bit, we had a, our, our record number of downloads last week. Yeah. 79. In one day. That was huge. Like we, we cracked a thousand uh, downloads. Whoop, whoop. Which is awesome. Thank you to all our victim listeners out there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. A thousand people have heard our buttery, smooth, velvety voices. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm sure our uh, executive Ichabod, executive producer Ichabod is also yes. quite happy. She lets eat because of that. And uh, yeah, she, she's allowing us to have the May long. Which yes. Was, which was nice of her. It was very nice. Yeah. Yes. Didn't, allow, didn't want to, but she, she let us have enough. Yeah. It was good. So, yeah. So we kind of threw our rotation off a little bit. We're a week off, but whatever. Yeah. It'll just kind of mess up this month because we'll be one week into June. But I just bumped one of our things down. That's, That's fine. it. Yeah. That's fine. We can work with that. Yeah. I don't think anybody really minds too much. No. No. As long as they can listen and uh, they enjoy what we're uh, putting out. Exactly. And again, criticism is good. I'm okay with criticism. I haven't gotten much. Uh, right. We kind of... Went over that the first few months, just kind of the first. But I feel like we're always yeah. the hardest on ourselves, right? Yes. You know, you get the hardest on yourself and then other people are like, oh, you know, tweak this, change that. And neither of us are really like super good with audio. So we kind of had to learn that from the ground up. Yeah. And and I had uh, different ideas for how we're going to do this, the beginning. Mm -hmm. And uh, that kind of just fell to pieces. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I guess we'll do something different. Yeah. And we did it's working so far. It's working awesome. Um, yeah. Telling the uh, the multiple orgasm. We did it once. We might do it again down the road. Yes. I just, I, it's just so much to go it's through. hard, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to talk about more than one movie, yeah. you know, at a time. And watch more than one movie and then talk about them. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like we, we can do it. It's just we need the time and exactly. the patience. It's like a and whole day commitment. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. Luckily, though, I think we've gotten better at it where it's easier. Yes, I agree. We just need the, the time to do it. And exactly. Those are like the big special ones. Like yeah. That's what I want the guests for. Like Exactly. We'll do the thing. Think, if we do the thing, we have to do it together because mm -hmm. they're such a, they, they, they sync up so yes. well. Yeah. And I know Tim would be great for it because he loves the movie. He had a yes. good time without recording. Mm -hmm. Sadly, the data was lost. But whatever. It happens, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I totally watch them again and record again. So good. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they were fabulous. But uh, this week, we did The Mummy. Classic. Yes. And uh, yeah, for our Talking Chop segment, uh, I think uh, we'll talk about The Mummy and how it's been... It's it's not as big 
as mm-hmm. Dracula, Frankenstein, the Wolfman. But it's it's still out there. Like um, the late was it nineties? Yeah, yeah. Nineties yep. had this big resurgence. They had yes. um, Brendan Fraser and and all those guys. They kind of basically took the first movie and broke into two parts. Right. Uh, with Mummy one and two, with adding you know more to it. Right. Um, the effects were fantastic. The acting was great. It is so good. Those the Mummy and the Mummy Returns are two of my favorite movies, like ever. Like, ever, yep. ever in the history of movies. Yeah, they did so good. And I love that they actually used just watching this movie, because this was the first time I ever watched The Mummy. Same like, with me. 1932, I think it was? Yeah. 31, so, 32. Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll update that when I actually talk yep. about it in the beginning. Yep. But um, this, like, they actually used parts of this, which I feel is, I don't know, they used some sort of historical mythology for it. And I really like that. I um, yeah. I love all sort. You know, I've talked about it to death on this podcast. That I um, love any sort of mythology. I when they talked about the Book of Thoth, I've listened to like two or three podcasts on Thoth. I think it's a pretty cool, dude. <laughs> and um, so it was cool to even hear about it in this one, which I don't remember it from the actual Mummy. I don't know if they ever talked about Thoth. But I love any sort of mythology, and just them diving into that a bit more in this one, I think made a big difference, you know? And obviously, it's not going to be completely historically accurate, and I totally understand that. But, you know, because obviously Google wasn't around or any of that, and there wasn't as many discoveries as there is now. But really, really good. Yeah. I just, the more we watch these classic movies, the more I like them. I know. And, like... Like when you come to like you know, we go back to the uh, the Don't Rush more of horror movies. Yes, yes, yes. Villains, Dracula, Frankenstein, um, Wolfman, yes, Mummy, and you can also switch out the uh, the Invisible Man in there with uh, uh, the Wolfman. Like yeah, like those are the ones that really established and for said, sure. And and I want to say that the Mummy kind of got the short end of the stick. Yes, because um, I know there's there's been a few. There's been a whole bunch of sequels, and like there's the Mummy's Hand. Yes. In 1940. Yeah, those were the 40s ones. Um, Abbott and Costello uh, meet the Mummy. That was, that was also the more. Um, um, Abbott and Costello one. was like a, a comedy. comedy. comedy yeah, yeah. I think like you know, Dumb and Dumber. Yes, like exactly. Uh, you got Blood from the Mummy's Tomb in 1971. Like it's it's had its fair share, but nothing. Right. Breaking out until the, the mummy, the, the mummy, yeah. and the mummy returns. Yes. Now there's a <laughs> 1964 wrestling woman versus the Aztec mummy. Cute. Um, 1964, the, the curse of the mummy's tomb. Uh, like every mummy movie had the curse involved. Right. All because of uh, when they actually in real life they excavated um, King, King Tut. Tut. Yes. And there was this big, you know, curse. You know, whoever takes this uh, or opens the tomb be cursed and yes. people died and that's fucked up like yeah. if you listen to all that mythology on it like everything that's happened like everybody died yeah like that's really messed up and some people like you know the more scientists you know naysayers like what was the curse it was just the uh, the air you know there was some bad juju in the air and because it's all right for like thousands of years thousands and thousands yeah it's been in there so yeah it's, yeah. Was it the curse? Could be. Was it just old 
diseases from back then or something or they like all the gases maybe maybe but that kind of just birthed the the mummy franchise definitely yeah i'm thankful for it because this movie was great and like we talked about before like the mummy movies are some of my favorite movies ever Mm -hmm. like i love them and they're usually just very not slow but they kind of they they're they're more methodical yes uh whereas dracula is kind of he's hell-bent yes um and and from watching this movie he's almost like uh um not, not a villain but just kind of a an anti-hero what's the word um i get what you mean though like he just all he wants is to bring his like lover back yes that's all he wants yeah and doesn't matter what takes he wants her back but that's like in the first mummy where we um like the 1990s mummy or whatever and where you kind of don't understand why he's doing all this like there's kind of like obviously he wants to come back to life and all that kind of stuff but then in the second mummy, when he brings in that, um, and I guess, whatever her name is, yeah. like, you kind of see this, you know, they were condemned lovers and they weren't ever supposed to be together. Yeah. She was actually with, like, uh, Pharaoh she, she or whatever. Yes, the and, Pharaoh's uh, wife. And it was forbidden love. and But they really loved each other. And, you know, so you kind of start to sympathize with the villain in quotation marks, right? Because he's just trying to survive. He's just trying to live his life. Be with his babe. That's right. He, you know? And he kind of did the whole dark power just to get that exactly. uh, opportunity to be yes. with her. Because, you know, the the sequel focused more on the, the Book of the Dead. And I think there's two books. Yes. Book of Dead and Book of Life. Exactly, yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, it, it's... They really brought back the mythology for the mummy and all right. the backstory. I love Egyptian mythology. Same. Uh, I plan to get Anubis tattooed on my left uh, sleeve eventually. Cool. And I, I love Anubis. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Just he's the the god of death. Yeah. And, and I've worked with my little kind of dark sleeve here. Going mm-hmm. here. Um, and her gods are crazy looking. Like, uh, yes. Like they got, I think, oh, and then they got funny names. Uh, Cyrus, Osiris, sorry. Osiris mm-hmm. was the god of sun. No, mm-hmm. that was Ra. No, that's, yeah, you're right, Ra. Yeah, Ra was the god of sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Os- I think Osiris had the, the bird head. Yeah. Um, one of them had a crocodile head. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Isis was the... God of life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, Stargate. Right. I love Stargate because of that. Mm. Um, it just, they all brought the whole alien thing. I like that too. But, um, oh, and um, I watched Downton Abbey. That was like one of my favorite shows ever. Not a horror, obviously. But um, the main character, his dog's name was Isis because he loved right. Egyptian. They had to kill him off, though, like the dog, because of the whole like actual Isis thing that was happening in the world. And uh, they had him get a new dog, and his name is Ra. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, good replacement. Yeah. So, but, but. Yeah, like I, I, the whole Egyptian mythology really kind of it worked with this movie mm-hmm. with the mummy. Uh, it worked so well in Stargate, the TV series Stargate. They expanded more of it. Um, I love Egyptian mythology. I mm-hmm. really, really do. Egyptian, Greek mythology, um, Norse mythology is another yes. one I'm like super into. Yeah, we, we need some more horror movies regarding mythologies. We got the mummy, so we got Egyptian down. Yeah. We need some good Norse mm-hmm. horror movies, although um, something with the old trolls. There's a troll hunter. 
Uh, I think that's half horror, half adventure. Okay. It was on Netflix. It might still be on there. Like the TV show? Nope, nope. The movie. Troll Hunter. Yeah, some group of people who hunt these giant trolls. Only Troll Hunter I watched was a kid show. No, I don't think it was a kid show. I watched like three or four seasons of it. <laughs> it okay, lot. interesting. And even like a horror um, Greek. Greek horror would be great. Yeah, because the Greeks were fucked up. Yeah. Like, they've got some yeah. real intense mythology. But to be fair, they do have some, I think, uh, like Minotaur. I'm yes. sure there's a Minotaur movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's, there, like, a Medusa movie would be great. Uh, like, they got they got tons of material. You just need to make a good story around Yes. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, The Mummy. Right. Who wasn't so much a mythical figure, but that's what happened to those who died. Right. And we found out The Mummy, he wasn't quite buried as the others were. Right. He was buried alive, basically. Buried alive with a curse that basically when he dies, his soul doesn't leave. He is stuck in his dead body forever. Yes. Yeah. And it kind of creeped me out as a kid. The Mummy 1 and 2. It was kind of creepy. You know, watching it because of all, like, the bugs and that kind of stuff, sort of, but... And how he, uh, he would take people's, um, like, life force to... Like, suck it out of them. Was it their soul? I guess it was. Just Whatever. Just yeah. Because they then become very you know, decrepit and yes, dead. Yes, like decayed. Yes, yes, decayed. Ugh. And he would have a bad, you know, he would slowly gain similar, yes. you know, the ones you have? Hellraiser. Yes, yes. Because Frank, when Frank is brought back, he's just a little exactly. thing. You're exactly right. And he would take the the essence of the people, like he would kill, yeah. and he would slowly get his body back. Yes. And that's yeah. the mummy. Oh, yeah, this, it is. In this one, that was not the case at all. He was basically already... As soon as he was yeah. done, like, he was resurrected. He just kind of started walking around yep. as the other character, whatever yep. his name was, Ardeth or whatever. Ar- Ardoth Bay. Yeah. 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 He just started walking around, covering up. <laughs> yeah. So, do you think he was, like, still kind of decayed underneath? That's why he didn't, like, be touched or anything? Yes. You saw okay. later on, he grabbed yes. hold of, uh, um, I forget the girl's name now. Yeah. And, Helen? Uh, yes, thank you. And uh, you can see that there's like a dusty print of his, yes. his hand on her arm. Yes. So yeah, so he kind of I think through some of the magic or something or the he can hide that he's still kind of your know, decayed body. Right. But crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, should we get into the review of the mummy? I think it's time to get into the mummy. Let's do it. Ah! What's the matter, man? What is it? He, he, he went for a little walk. <laughs> you should have seen his face. <laughs> All right. So, like we said, this week we watched The Mummy. It's a 1932 film, and it is directed by Carl Freund. Fr- Frond? 
frond. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Something like that. It was written by Nina Wilcox Putnam. Good for you, Nina. Good job. Yeah, 1932. Isn't that crazy? That's old. That's almost, that's almost 100 years old. That's it is. 12 years off. Yeah. Wow. 88 years old. Like, that's crazy. That's a doozy. Ugh. My main man, Boris, like, he's killing it. Yeah. He's killing the horror game back in the day. I'm proud of him. Well, where did you first hear of this movie? Well, I I didn't know it existed until we watched it. So... I, these older movies, all of these older movies, other than Creature from the Black Lagoon, I've never really seen. Like, I don't know if they're just harder to find, or I just never, you know, they're not on Netflix, not on Prime, not on anything like that. Yeah. Where I would have easier access to it. And it's just, you know, not something you gravitate towards, even in, when you were, when we used to rent movies or anything like that, you know? Yeah. So... But pleasantly surprised, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> and I know who Boris Karloff was just from, like, I um, go to Universal Studios a lot. So there's always Dracula and Frankenstein the Mummy kind of wandering around. And you can always buy merch and stuff like that. So I knew of it sort of from that. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah. Never actually watched it, obviously, but. Neither have I. Yeah, how about um, you? I've... I've heard of it right um never watched it uh it just kind of became a common knowledge again sure exactly before, how uh, everyone knows about uh, the mummy he's part of the classic horror yes. field monsters um <gasps> and i never realized though just how much of a, a conflicted you know character this guy is i thought he was for sure they wake him up he goes to kill and they have to stop him right well, there's a lot more to it there is yeah um, other movies, I think they kind of just dropped the whole conflict and said, hey, they brought uh, Bummy back. Yeah. And he wants a, revenge. Bingo. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I was a bad guy then. Now I'm a bad guy now. I'm going to kill you unless you stop me. Right. Which you can't because mm -hmm. I'm Bummy and you can't kill me. Yeah. Um, it's been, you know, taking different, you know, views of it. Right. Uh, Hotel Transylvania. Yes. He's made of sand. Yes. Um, which, again, kind of makes sense because he's just so old. He's decayed. Yes. Um, he's one of my favorite guys in actually Hotel for Transylvania because he's just hilarious. <laughs> he's so funny and I just really like him in that one, you know, compared to the other ones. Like I find Frank, like Frankenstein, it's kind of a pushover and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But um, the Wolfman in that one and the Mummy are hilarious. And I don't know. They're just, they're good. Yeah, and I like the idea of the sand, though. Like, because even in The Mummy, the 90s version or whatever of The Mummy, he's able to manipulate sand as well. Yeah. Like, sort of, um, like, I don't know if he just kind of, like, like, how he does it. Like, kind of his corporeal body moves because his well, he face. Was also, yeah, he was also kind of think you know, um, had magic in some of exactly. the uh, spells, exactly. Know, powers. And how he could, like, suck life force in and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And yeah. And to me, you know, we'll go back to our talking chop, talking about how the <laughs> mummy has uh, changed. Like this one, he's only in bandages at the beginning. Yes. That's it. After that, he was normal. He's had a yes. very wrinkled face to show his age. But other than that, there was no no wrappings. He didn't, you know, stumble around. He, he walked slow. But right. that was it. Um, like it, as the years progressed, it kind of got more different. Well, they made him more 
um, more always wrapped up. He walked right. a lot slower, but he could always, you know, like Jason, he could always get yes. you. Yes, yeah. Um, there was cartoons of it, like uh, Mummies Alive. Yes, I, yeah. Like, that was an old cartoon about right. mummies who were brought back to whatever. <laughs> I like, it was a cool show. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was just a very, they kind of, that kind of stuck. Yes. You know, it was always wrapped up and he was, if you unwrapped everything, there's nothing but a little bit of bones and dust. And right. Sand. I remember that was a thing in um, the Monster Squad. Mm-hmm. The movies in that one. I think they unravel him. And he's, he's just a skull. Yeah. Or something like that. And um, it's it's kind of neat how it's changed. Going for, and then it, it changed back to what it was with the 90s Mummy and the Mummy Returns. Right. Um, so yeah, it's it really... I like what they've done. They haven't really ruined it yet. Right. Um, I know they tried to reboot it with Tom Cruise and make the whole monster universe like MCU. That kind of was DOA. No. Yeah, Universal, they dropped the ball hard on that. That's too they bad. They did two it. They did uh, The Mummy and they're going to bring, um, oh, The Wolfman. Okay. Together. Sure. But they... Like do it versus... No, just like uh, have them all in the same universe, and they're gonna eventually, eventually have them all together and kind of like uh, the Avengers, but not instead of call them like I don't know the Revengers. Or, <laughs> I don't know, but they want to connect everything. Sure. And and that's what Marvel's doing. That's what DC was trying to do, but they kept fucking up, mm-hmm. and they keep fucking. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, like it. It's just. Um, I like what they've done so far with just how they've progressed the, the, the mummy character. Himself. Right, yeah. And, and in this movie, you know, I, I haven't seen it until now. I liked it. Yeah. A great movie. Uh, it really was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll do that now. Do a quick uh, go through the cast. Do it. Before I get off another tangent. <laughs> so we got the great, the late, great Boris Karloff. Love. Plays Emotep. Mm-hmm. He's the mummy. And he's got the great look for it. He's got kind of a gaunt yes. uh, face. Uh, they do the eye thing, which Such- I think, I swear Stargate stole from this. They had to have. For sure. Um, Such a good voice, too. Yes. You know, you don't hear him speak in Frankenstein. He yeah. Just, he just grunts a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And he did. He has a very nice, very gentle voice. Mm-hmm. Um, Zita J- Johan played Helen Grosvenor. Mm-hmm. I guess she and the director had a hell of a time in this movie. Oh. They did not like each other at all. Interesting. Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Manners plays Frank Wemple. Ah, uh, yes, Frank. Yes. Arthur Byron plays Sir Joseph Wemple, his father. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edward Van Sloan plays Dr. Mueller. Mueller? Mueller. M- Mueller, but they pronounce like Miller. Yeah. It's a funny pronunciation of, of M-U-L-L-E-R. But Which whatever. is interesting. And lastly, we have Brownwell Fletcher as Ralph Norton. What a good name. He goes crazy at the beginning. <laughs> and then he kills himself. Yes. Yeah, it, it, it's a good cast. I guess when they got Boris for this, that was like a huge get. That was like getting Arnold for uh, a B-movie. Right. Like, it's huge. Like, he was such a big name back then. And good for him. Yeah. He was great in this. I think he made this movie, honestly. 100%. Because I know you were saying that during we are watching, it, it felt very stiff. It is. It was very... The beginning scene, the opening scene, I found especially stiff. It's just like... Like when you go to theater and they're trying to do exposition 
at like too much exposition at once where they're like talking yeah stuff that doesn't flow thoughtfully sort of and i found that very much so in the beginning afterwards it got a little bit better yeah but uh yeah the beginning of this was a little rough but i understand why they have to do it because you know it wasn't as obviously advanced as it is now where they can't do voiceovers or, you know, they did a little bit of title screen stuff where they... At the beginning, yes. yes. I like that. They had a little bit yes. of this exposition of uh, the, the scrolls. Exactly. And what it does. Yes. Um, what a, another movie, uh, the, what the thing is based off of. The yes. Thief from Another World. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the angry video game nerd did a little uh, view on, review on this. Sure. And uh, he liked how the actors, they would talk over each other. It would be more of a very normal conversation not right. you see your line and then i see my line and then you see your line again and i respond with my line right they'd talk as in you know one guy would say something and then as he's talking someone else would say something over him or mm-hmm. during him while he was you know talking yeah and it felt more natural and i some movies it's not don't they don't do that very much anymore um it's again you know you see your line i see my line right um this one was very you know old style black and white, you know, everyone's kind of, it's also based on like on drama or or, or theater. And they're not, it's, you can tell that they're definitely just reading the script. They're not ad-libbing. They're not moving. There's no variation from, I guarantee what the script said to what came out of their mouth, Yeah. which I don't know if that's a thing of the times or if that's, I think it was. Yeah. It had to be right. Where they just said like backed and forth to each other instead of, Letting it flow, saying random things, making it feel more natural. Yeah. There was none of that. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. But that's, you know, also, again, it was 1932. Like, yeah, it was, there's some leeway there. This, this movie had a budget of 196000 Wow. That was, that was it. Wow. And they actually had a few extras, you know, doing the work, you know, when they're digging out. Like, they must have got paid maybe 10 cents. Crazy. A day? <laughs> Maybe. And I was oh like... Oh my god. Yeah. Like, oh, like... Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez. And like, the sets weren't crazy either, but they... You know, some of the shots were... Yeah. They, they, they looked really nice. Like, the the museum was really well done. Really well done. Uh, like, read... Like, I doubt they use actual, you know, sarcophagus or anything. Right. Like, the art... Like, the art department and all the makeup and all that... Um, I don't want to say effects, but right. they did a great job. Really good, yeah. For, for the times, it was fantastic. Especially, I find, when they transformed Helen into, um, like, Emotep's wife or lover or I'm whatever. Like Moon or, yes. Yeah, it's, it's she looked so good. She did. Like, totally different. Yeah. And I know it was probably just a wig and different makeup and a dress, but it looked really well done. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Really well. And they, they, they kept it pretty, uh, you know, what they thought was... The, the look. Historical. Yes. For know, sure. Definitely. Like, they did their research. It wasn't like just a slap together exactly. movie. Exactly. This was well done. And for the research that you could do in 1932, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, again, it's not like you can just go on and Google it. That's right. right. You actually have to, like, I'm sure they have do research. with some of the uh, people who were, you know, excavate and, like, the... Um, Oh, what's the word? Um, there's a certain name for people who do that. Like I'm, the archaeologists? Thank you. I'm sure they did some talks about archaeologists and... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they must have. They had Absolutely. To, to get to, you know, because they had, I think they mentioned... 
Was it Tut? They mentioned, they mentioned someone... Yeah, King Tut. Yeah. They mentioned him and the curse. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, they did. Ooh, your microphone's it's doing getting frisky again. again. Doing the slips again. <laughs> oh, exactly. oh, yes. Also, oh, we get so. into the, uh, the review. Let's do it. Okay, right, so we start off in 1921. Yes. After a brief little uh, explanation of uh, the Book of Toth. Yes. Toth? Toth? Thoth. Thoth. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. A little bit of a, a lift for that. You <laughs> know, when you listen, when I was listening to a podcast about it, yeah, when they say Thoth, it's like, the, the what? <laughs> but, yeah, that's two THs. Yeah. It's crazy when you, I don't know. It's just something you don't hear. No, it's not. But. So, okay, I'll fix. Okay. It, like it was in the way. Now it's not. Hooray. So, one. An archaeologist, archaeological expedition led by Sir Joseph Wemple uh, finds a mummy of an ancient Egyptian high priest named Imhotep, who is, of course, played by Boris Karloff. Right. Uh, when an inspection of the mummy met by Wemple's friend, Dr. Miller, reveals that the viscera were not removed because the mummies were mummied, mummified. Right. Uh, they'd scoop their brains out through their nose. They would take all the organs out, put them in pots, and kind of keep it with them because... You need that for right. the afterlife. I was going to say, when they say viscera, they mean like organs. Yeah, guts, Kay. organs, yeah. Sure. Uh, Miller deduces that although Mupatep had been wrapped like a traditional mummy, he had been buried alive. Uh, also buried with Imhotep is a casket with a curse on it. Uh, despite Miller's uh, warning, because he's very against it. He's like, don't you dare. I, You know, this is bad. Juju. Yes. And the scientist is like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to open it. <laughs> That's right. This is, this is exciting. Um, so, Sir, besides, besides it, despite his warnings, uh, Sir Joseph's assistant, Ralph, who's this young guy, he's yes. a little brash, he's, kind of, he's really excited. Uh, he opens it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he reads aloud an ancient life-giving scroll, the scroll of thought. Yes. And he's kind of translates some of it as he's, you know, reading it. He's kind of mumbling and translating it. Exactly. And uh, Imhotep rises. You mm-hmm. see, he kind of, you know, wakes up. And uh, the sight of him just yes. snaps Merton's mind, causing him to laugh hysterically as the mummy shuffles off with the scroll. Yeah, he like grabs a scroll and just kind of slowly moves it off the table. And we see him looking like that. What's his name? Ralph. Ralph, yeah. Looking at him and just like, ha, 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 ha. And one of the best laughs. Yes. Like you should almost put that in instead of like a scream. That's what I was thinking I was going to do. Because it is like bone chilling that laugh that's right so and future nick remember for the uh, little lead up to this review put in the laugh yeah future nick don't fuck it up that's right okay. yeah it's in there <laughs> you guys already heard it we're just you know reminding ourselves now. that's right i'll have to, I'll have to try and find it. i'm sure i can if i'm not, sure i'll find i'll find something yeah but it's very chilling and yeah a guy comes in and checks on him he's just still laughing and it's just yeah, like it's, Ooh. Um, uh, uh, Dr. Miller? Yes. I think it was, yes. 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 It's crazy, though. Yeah, because Joseph's all about it. And, yeah, so eventually, yeah. So the mummy shuffles off with the scroll. Yeah. And uh, we find out that poor Ralph, he uh, went insane. They put him in the psych ward. And right. he died. Yes. And we are 10 years later. Yes. Uh, Imhotep is masquerading as a modern Egyptian named Ardeth Bey. Mm-hmm. Covering himself with makeup. Yeah. 
Which is, I think that makes sense. Yeah. And that's why he doesn't want people to touch him, because the makeup will come off. Oh, okay. Uh, he calls upon Sir Joseph's son, Frank, and Professor Pearson, and shows them where to dig to find the tomb of the princess, Ankh Asamamon. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Okara Mon. Sure. Because it's easier to explain. Yes. Uh, after locating the tomb, the archaeologists present its treasures to the Cairo Museum and thank Ardith Bay for making the discovery possible. Of course, mm-hmm. he knew that because that's where his um, his love was. Yes, his baby girl. That's right. And we find out a little later why he was buried alive. Right. And I'm blaming the guy. Yeah. Uh, it is further revealed that Imhotep's horrific death was punishment for sacrilege. Attempting... Well, I just got to do it later, but it's now. Attempting to resurrect his forbidden lover, Princess Ankh Asanamon. Yeah. I did pretty good that time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so basically he... He, she died. He was very sad. Like, you know, screw it. I'm just going to bring her back to life. We'll be in, bring her back. Yeah. And uh, halfway through, he got caught and basically was sentenced the most worst death ever, buried alive, and with curses on it so that his soul is stuck in his dead body and right. can't go on to the next life. Which basically happens in The Mummy, too, as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Imhotep soon encounters Helen Grosvenor. A half Egyptian woman bearing a striking resemblance to the princess. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Hey, I like this one. Let's get her going." Yes. Uh, and I think it's um, yeah, believing her to be uh, Ankhesen Amon's reincarnation. Yes. He attempts to kill her with the intention of mummifying her, mm-hmm. resurrecting her, and finally making her his immortal bride. So yeah, they move the they end up moving the body to the museum mm-hmm. to, to show because that's what they do. Right. Because um, they say that the agreement is because even though they're British archaeologists, their agreement is that they have to display it in the Cairo Museum. Yes. They, yes. I think, yeah, the Egyptians wanted it. They wanted to keep it. Because our death said that that was, like, kind of their agreement, which is Emotep, and that's why, on purpose. No. No, it was someone else. It was one of the guys who was actually behind the museum. Okay, because I thought that he had the influence. I think he did because too, it had been the ten years. It, it all makes sense because they yes. would be close to him. Exactly. Um, totally, that totally makes sense. So yeah, so they they bring it, they bring the body and everything for display. And you see him right. uh, that night um, praying. Right. Oh, he's doing the, the yeah. He's got a like first thing he says he's praying. He's kind of doing some memory. Oh, I miss you. Find out it's more of a uh, he's trying to bring her back. Exactly. And uh, it kind of also affects um, he- Helen. Yeah. Yeah, it affects Helen. And Because um, when he's praying, she seems to almost go into a trance. Yeah, when he's mumbling the incantation. Yes. Uh, because she's a reincarnation of her, she'd be the one who's being affected. Yes, and she like snaps in and out of it. Yes, and he explains, you know, later on that, that this, he shows her, this is your empty shell. Yes. Your spirit, your soul, everything that was you is in this body now. Yeah. And uh, so that happens. Um, she gets kind of all you know, woozy and possessed. and uh, Not possessed, but she's drawn to the yes. museum. And, uh, she and gets, it's like her personality doesn't change until the final scene. Like, she just kind of mumbles Emotep and just kind of, you know, then goes to the museum and bangs on the door. But she doesn't actually, like, she doesn't get change any. Yes, no. exactly. She's just, she's just drawn. Yes. Drawn there. Yes. And... Um, they find her, they kind of follow her, they find her, and she collapses. Yes. And, uh, what's his name? Um, Frank? Frank, thank you. Frank kind of, you know, helps her up and gets her back to, uh, like, I think his hotel room or something. Yeah. In her place. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> her, her and Dr. 
No, not Justin Miller. Her and um, it's Frank's dad, isn't Frank's it? Frank's dad, Professor Pearson. Yes. Yeah. So they they bring her back, and uh, she's kind of woozy, and her and Frank flirt a bit, and yeah, he's, they he's do. putting the booze on her. Yeah, they do. And meanwhile, uh, Miller and Pearson are trying to figure out what's going on. They kind of realize this is something strange going on. Yes. And uh, we kind of get a cut to the museum where uh, someone gets one of the guards gets killed. Yes. Because they they kind of catch Imhotep doing his thing. Yes. And uh, so they get killed, and he leaves the um. Oh, you're a lo- you are a very odd dog. <laughs> She's just really excited she about is the mummy. So yeah. happy about the mummy. She's. Just getting all pumped for a good snooze. Yes. Oh, I love this executive producer. <laughs> so, so the um, the guard catches him yes. halfway through. So he, that's why it stopped it. Yes, exactly. And he gets killed. But also, Imhotep leaves the uh, the scroll there. I think by accident. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to the uh, why you're such a slow dog. Um, he goes to the uh, where. where Everyone else is. I think he's drawn to the scroll. Yes. And he meets up with Helen. They meet for the first time, but at the same time, it's not their first meeting. Exactly. And um, she's very stricken by him. Like, yeah. Like, like, like she said, I know you, but I don't. I That's feel so exactly, drawn. yes. And, and they just basically have a staring contest. They do. <laughs> it's kind of a little bit of talking. Yeah. Um, we're all trying to figure out what to do with the scroll. They kind of find out about the death. Um, Miller kind of deduces, you know, maybe because Pearson was there when the because he was there when they dug the body up. Yes, and, yes. Uh, they kind of he says the body was taken, but he kind of says, you know, I don't think it was. Right. I, as crazy as it sounds, the mm-hmm. body might have, the zombie might have woken up and walked out of his home. Yes. Um, and uh, so they have the they kind of you know, they leaves. Um, they decide to take her home back to the hotel. Right. And we kind of decided, okay, he's he's got a thing for her. This guy's Emotep. Yes. He's bad. He's got powers we can't touch with him or right. touch him with it. And he's like, yep, yeah, you know, deal with it. I want my scroll back. And uh, so I can finish my, you know, bring back my my, my lover. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, maybe later. So we find out that uh, Emotep, he used his powers to uh, control the one, uh, the guard, Nubian. Yep. And uh, he's kind of his slave now. Right. And uh, he sends him to go. He, he uses his magic water to spy. And he finds out where the, uh, the scroll is. And we see the professor's going to burn it. He was told by Dr. Miller, burn it. It's, it's, if you burn it, it's over. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what's brought him back. Destroy right. that. Yeah. Destroy the mummy. And uh, he uses the force and gives him a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> And um, he um, he he um, gets the Nubian to go and take the scroll. Yes. And they don't show up, and they're like, "Oh, he's dead," but he burnt the scroll. And they decide to go. Let's go check on Helen, make sure she's okay. And um, the doctor's like, "Oh shit, he didn't burn it. This is newspaper. They tricked us." Right. So now we gotta really take care. Do we have to watch over Helen, make sure she's safe and nothing will happen to her? Right. And uh, we kind of find out that, nope, she's still under the influence. She's got the urges. I got to go find him. Mm-hmm. And, but she's fighting it. Right. She kind of knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, sadly, it gets a little too much. The Imhotep kind of uses his force again to uh, 
He doesn't kill, but he knocks out... Um, uh, Frank? Frank. Yeah. I got him and Frank mixed up for some reason. <laughs> so Frank's down. Yeah. And uh, she and also, just as he was going down, he before that, he put his uh, protective amulet of Isis... On her door. him, onto the door. That way, yes. that, then that's how Imhotep did his little mojo on him, because he's very... Because of the love that's blossomed between uh, Frank and Helen, yes, he's jealous. Like, nope, I can't have this. She's exactly. my woman reincarnated. I need her back. Mm-hmm. So Frank, you know, just doing the nice thing. He thought, I'll put this around her door. He won't get at her, but he's um, he's able to be attacked. Then yes, so he goes down, and she, he tries to grab the amulet on his way down and rips it off her door. Yes, because they told next time you get that urge, do it, and we'll follow you and, yes. and get him. Yes. So that happens. She goes for a walk to the museum, and uh, kind of is zonked out and wakes up. She's all changed. She's got the, her clothes back to what she was when she was a princess. Right. Um, and Aetab kind of explains, what's, this, what's going to happen? Uh, this is your dead body. And, and he also fills her in on what happened after she died. How right. he tried to bring her back. He died. And for 3,700 years... They've been buried. Yes. And uh, she's like, oh, okay. And so he's like, yep, this is what's going to happen. He burns her dead, her old uh, corpse, Mm -hmm. and tells her, all right, we're going to kill you. I'll bring you right back, and we'll be together forever. Yes. And she's like, whoa, 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 death? I don't think so. This doesn't sound good. I already died once. Yeah. Pain sucks. He's like, no, no, it'll work. She kind of fights, and she's like, no, fine, fuck it, whatever. Yes. I'll do it. And uh, meanwhile... uh, the professor shows up and he finds Frank. He's like, oh, Frank, we've got to go get her. She's at the, at the museum. So they run there. Yeah. And um, she's uh, about to be killed yes. by Imhotep. And they show up. And uh, a little more... Uh, yeah, it's not a struggle, not a fight. Right. But uh, the, the scroll gets caught on fire. Yes. And it burns. As it burns, Imhotep, he kind of falls apart. Yes. And uh, she's freed of the curse. And right. her, her and Frank kind of go off together and we pan to the dead corpse. Yes. Basically. The, yep. the desiccated, the oldest bones of Imhotep. Oh, yeah. no, 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 I take that back. I totally forgot this part. I think of other movies. So, what really happens... <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, so uh, so she, before she gets sacrificed, she um, comes to her senses, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Yes, no. She uh, the the princess realizes this is bad. I yes. have screwed up. Um, my um, all my all the things I've done for Isis are being basically thrown away. So yes. she goes and prays to the the sedge of Isis for you know for help, basically. Right. And uh, the statue does that. It, it raises its arm of the, uh, the unk. Yes. The unk, yep. yeah. And, um, and that sets the uh, scroll on fire. Right. How did I forget that? Wow. I'm thinking... I'm it was like, pretty good, like I, the think, graphics. I'm thinking of the, the other one. I'm thinking of the 90s movie. That's yes. why. So, uh, yep, so that catches on fire. This breaks a spell that has given him to his immortality, mm-hmm. causing him to crumble to dust. At the urge of Arthur Miller... Frank calls Helen back to the world of the living while the scroll of Foth continues to burn and we see the what remains of the mummy. Right. Because she was still kind of stuck in that bit of um, limbo of herself, Helen, and yes. the princess still kind of mixed up in there. Mm-hmm. And the end. Yay! So, 
Ooh, got all screwed up there. But that That's was okay. The Mummy. Yeah. Uh, it's Again, because of the, the time, it was a short movie. Yeah, short, 73 short. minutes I read. Yeah. Which like, is short. holy moly, yeah. That's a short movie. But really, for, for the script, for what's in there, there wasn't much to do with it. Besides, right. he comes back, he won, He helps him find uh, the princess's you know, burial yes. site, brings her back, he does spells, tries to get her over, she's like, uh... They're like, oh no, finally gets her, and then they stop. And then that's it, yeah. yeah. It's very straightforward. Not Yes. I can see why in the sequels they kind of expanded a bit. They had um, a lot more to it, uh, travel. And, and anytime you deal with mythology, there's always a ton you can expand on. Because there's already a base that you can use almost, you know. And I'm not saying that's not creative, but there's already this base that you can use and build upon to get this sort of mythology and um, add upon it, right? Yep. And I love that. I love that, adding to mythology. I just think mythology is so rich, like, because I, like I said, I do listen to a lot of Norse, Greek, Egyptian mythology, and it's so rich with culture and stuff. I just, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. It and is. there's so much you can do with it. There really is. Mm -hmm. And I think that in later movies, they kind of did that. They yes. expanded more on the mythology. Exactly. Um, different uh, actor to play the mummy. Right. But um, they really just kind of added on and I think had different mummies. Um, yeah. And even, again, we keep talking about it, but the 90s one, they actually, um, in the third mummy, when they change it up a bit, they actually do the Legend of the Monkey King, which is one of my favorite. That's what Dragon Ball favorite. Z is based on. Really? Yes. Because that's journey, Japanese. The Journey to the West. Isn't that Japanese culture? Yes. yes. Um, Japanese based on Chinese mythology. Yes. Because the Monkey King is one of the coolest, the absolute coolest myths. And I love it yep. so much. There's so many stories to it that, oh, yeah. There if you is. ever need There's a good listen, tons. the Monkey King has so many cool Many different takes on Stories. Yep. And so many stories. Like so many adventures, I guess, that he goes on with different characters. And they're all hilarious and yep. like crazy. Oh, yeah. I know there's a... It was on Netflix. Actually, they did a movie. I think Jackie Chan did a movie of it too. Uh, but there, there's been tons. It's been like yes. I said, it's been just redone and right. redone. Uh, like Dragon Ball Z, they, they, uh, Akira Toriyama just took the took that story yeah. and did his own take on it. Exactly, and it became one of the most well known uh, and well loved animes out there of yes, all time. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Take, take you know, take an idea. And make it your own. Yes. Run with it. Yep. But you already have this base that you can add these stories on to. But yeah, I I think it's really cool. I I love this movie. It was good. I liked it too. How would you rate it? How many orgasms? I would probably, same with Frankenstein, I would definitely give it three. I think it's like, I would tell people to watch this one. Like, you know, know your roots. Know where the mummy came from. Yep. Like, watch this. It is totally worth it. And Boris Karloff just knocks it out of the park like he did in Frankenstein. Agree. Yeah, I think it, he did a great job. The um, It was, again, with the music. There was not a ton of music other than the party scenes and whatnot. Um, but after you get over the initial scene, the acting is actually pretty good. And you actually believe the characters. Like, the connection between Helen and Imuntep, I yep. think, was really well done. And um, you believe that they know each other after their staring contest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, there's a definitely connection. Yes, yeah. How about you? How many would you rate Three it? Three and a half. Interesting. Um, it, 
for for a horror, it wasn't scary by the time. Obviously. I'm sure it was terrifying for people when the mummy moved. Um, yes. Uh, it 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 was just a good movie. It was yes. a good good script, good plot, good acting. D- yes. Despite being a little stiff. Yes. Um, yeah, that beginning was there hard. Was, I caught a couple hard cuts, but I'm not. It was very smooth. Yes. It really got the um, the um, filming down by that point. Yes, better than the other two, and this one was earlier than the other two. Nope. No, we're going order. It was Dracula, Frankenstein, now the Mummy. But those ones were the forties. Nope, weren't they? Twenties. Oh, I'm sh- hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on. I thought that they were later, but no, it, no, it was Frankenstein. Yep. Yeah. So Frankenstein was thirty one. Oh my god. And this is thirty two. Okay. And Dracula was I think was thirty thirty one. Oh my god. So, yeah, like no, this is crazy. Yeah. They were pumping them out. They were like, yo, horror, 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 scare crazy. people. This is great. Um. But these were, um, I was just kind of scrolling through Wikipedia while I was eating, and these were pretty popular for the time. Oh, yeah. Like, this one especially was really popular, which is interesting because I find after the first scene, it's not super horror-y, you know? No, no. Like, it's lots of just basically talking and exposition and, like, trying to raise your dead lover from the grave is probably a little scary, yeah. but it wasn't done in sort of a scary way. No, but again, you know? it, it's of the time. Yes, exactly. Time, I totally agree with that you. That was that was terrifying. Yes. Like this, this creature came back from the dead to take someone and kill her, Absolutely. and then bring her back again. For sure. Um, yeah, there wasn't many for for the Ichabod's kill. It's like there wasn't that many deaths, um, let alone gruesome. I give it to Doctor Joseph, <clears throat> like uh, Frank's death. Yes. Yep, yeah, I agree. Because he had a very the heart attack. The heart attack looked rough. Yes. And he it was, looked real. Yeah. 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 Like he was really acting it up, like clutching his chest and uh, freaking kind of, out. And he, he, yeah, his breathing was very yes, ragged. Labored. Yeah. But he really, yeah, that was a, I, I think that was a couple flick. For sure. Uh, I Ralph, agree with Ralph you. Ralph gets a close second because he went cuckoo and his laugh was pretty. That was a good one. And, and I love yo. Uh, he was trying to get hold of what's you know, snap out of it. What's wrong with you? He's like, hey, he went for a walk. <laughs> I just laughed. Yes. Like, That's, I, I, I would get that. You know, he yes. just, he just, his men, he, it's he broke him. He broke, he broke. Yes. And he just found it funny because he went for a walk. And they talk about it later that he died laughing in a straight jacket. Yeah. Just that image yes. in your head is creepy. Yep. You know, it always reminds me of like, um, the Joker. He has one where he um, gives people laughing gas, don't doesn't he? And he, they die laughing. Yes. yes. The, Isn't that the uh, Killing nine, Game 19, or something? Nineteen eighties Batman did that. Was it? Oh yeah. Well, it was gas. They, they they had something and they yeah. laugh and they yes die and laughing. they laugh and die. Uh, that was That's originally scary. That was originally from the the first Joker comic. Sure. Uh, with Batman, uh, he would poison them with something right and they would die with this big grin like he has yes um and just... that's creepy i just the idea like to die laughing that's creepy yeah. that's scary and yeah that poor guy yeah go a little crazy a little he he was full-on bonkers again that laugh <laughs> was so good i'll do my best to find it yes uh, oh yeah just one of the best. And for such an early movie, it was such a good laugh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, it reminded me of um, um, uh, the guy from Dracula. His uh, silly kind of laugh. Yes. Eh, 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 yes. Eh. Like, he's creepy. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how they did it. Ugh. Props to everybody. I agree. Great movie. Right? Love it. Yeah. And, and next week, we're going to be wrapping up our horror movie month, in quotations, classic movie month, with The Invisible Man. You know Is that what? what we decided on? Yes. I know. I okay. think last with, with Frankenstein, I think I said we could do that this time. Yes. Now I think about it. Oops. Um, no. Surprise. Surprise. No, we did The Mummy. <laughs> Because we couldn't find the Invisible Man to do it. Right. Um, no, next next week we'll be doing the Invisible Man, yes. the last of our classic horror month. For yes. now, well, um, there's so many. There's like, so many. There's a lot to uh, catch up on. Yes. Uh, but no, these are the top four, mm -hmm. I think. Um, Creature from the Black Lagoon, isn't it's it's up there, but it's not iconic. Because it I only agree. had the two, two movies. Yes. There's two of them, and then that was kind of it. But uh, yeah, we'll do Invisible Man. Uh, that movie was very scary because yes, of the effects. I heard that. Um, it got a great remake or redo mm -hmm. down the road. They did a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, the soonest one being just this year. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen that one yet. I've heard but it's there was, really there good. There was The Hollow Man with uh, Kevin Bacon. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. We already said this back in after Frankenstein, but <laughs> yeah. We'll, Just reiterating how excited we are. I done fucked up. I did I fuck. mean, that's fine. For yeah. <laughs> listener surprise. Yeah. Surprise, this is the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> As we say at the end. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. This episode was brought to you by our executive producer, Ichabod. Snoring away. Snoring away, you'll probably hear her. We hope you enjoyed your horrorgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, Twitter at Gasm Whore, and YouTube at The Horgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. See you!